0: Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on.
1: The rand is trading at 13 rand 06 to the US dollar, 16 rand 28 to the pound sterling, and 13 rand 82 to the euro. The euro is at 1.05. The dollar is trading at 114.23 Japanese yen. The Chinese yuan is at 190. In India, one rand is worth five rupees 11. In Nigeria, one US dollar is at 304 naira. In Kenya, a dollar costs 103 shilling 60. And in Botswana, one dollar is changing hands at 10 pula 41. Today sees the release of consumer price inflation data for the month of January, as well as retail sales figures for December, with expectations for a decline in sales. For a brief look at the stock markets now, the JSE closed in mixed territory yesterday. The RAND strengthened to its strongest level against the dollar in 15 months. The All-Share Index declined by 0.9% to 52,465. Financials were 0.2% up, and the Industrials 25 Index lost 1.5%. Top 10 Resources was 1% lower. The Platinum Mining Index fell by 3.4%, while the gold mining index ended flat. On the capital market, the yield on the R186 government bond closed at 8.62%. European markets were flat at the close of trade, while markets in the United States closed higher. This for a fourth consecutive trading session after Federal Reserve Chairwoman Janet Yellen said that interest rates could rise soon uh, due to stabilizing economic growth. The Dow Jones gained 0.4% on the day. Asian stock markets they trading higher at this hour. Japan's Nikkei has so far gained 1.1%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng is 1.2% higher. Mainland China's Shanghai Composite Index has added 0.3%. Australia's ASX or Ordinary Share Index 0.8% firmer and the Sensex on India's Bombay Stock Exchange is currently flat. Looking at commodities, gold trading at $1,226, platinum trading at $996 per ounce and the price of Brent crude oil, $55.65 a barrel. And we join now by Mohamed Nala, Head of Strategic Research at NetBank CIB. Good morning, Mohammed.
0: Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners.
1: So, unemployment data showing improvement over the last quarter. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm going to start with some good news. I know, Sakina, you always beat me up saying I give you all the bad news <laughs> first. So, <laughs> a little bit of cheer, I guess, to come through here. It's fourth quarter data for for SA unemployment out of the stats says quarterly labor force survey, and, and that's coming down to 26.5%. Now, obviously, the first uh, retort to me would be saying you shouldn't get excited about unemployment at 26.5, but that did decline from 27.1, which was the number in the third quarter, uh, and was marginally better than, than the consensus expectation around 27. Um, effectively, if we have a look at the quarter's data, we saw uh, almost all industries creating jobs. The only sector that lost jobs was mining, uh, was mining and, and, and construction. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, given the fact that we have we had reasonable support come through in terms of commodities prices over the course of last year, that's still quite an indictment on the industry as a whole and, and potentially impacted by, by some degree of policy uncertainty in that space. Uh, on a net-net basis, though, I mean, the number optically, like I say, might be better on a quarter-on-quarter quarter basis, uh, but still, if you have a look at the, the, the course of the last year, the jobs market does still remain in a very, very uh, difficult space. Uh, And unless we start to generate significantly higher levels of growth, our ability to absorb the number of people that will be entering the labor market over the course of the coming years... That does still remain quite constrained. So for now, you know, I think we certainly should be uh, slightly upbeat that at least the number didn't deteriorate, uh, and also bearing in mind that our growth estimate for this year is considerably better than the one last year. It should be, the economy as a whole should grow at over 1%. Uh, that should hopefully help us out somewhat with regards to, to some of these employment metrics
1: and then mohammed uh, the rand of course uh, also outperforming other currencies yesterday uh talk to us about that and uh, what exactly should we be excited about on that front
0: yeah i'm i'm they, they are doubling up on on the good news because it was <laughs> valentine's day yesterday so <laughs> but yesterday we saw that rand uh, and and you and i have spoken about the 1320 level on dollar rand for quite some time it has been a technical resistance level the rand has tested that on a number of occasions firstly uh, in the in the middle of last year then in the latter part of last year Uh, yesterday we saw it hovering above that level at the start of the session and then given some intraday weakness in the us dollar we saw that push emerging market currencies as a whole quite a bit stronger. So South African Rand was performing well along with the Turkish lira, the Russian ruble, the Korean won. Uh, but then the Rand really had that rocket fuel on top of it. And the reason for this, Sakina, is the Rand is a very liquid emerging market, eco- uh, uh, emerging market currency. And so when foreigners are actually happy to buy emerging markets, they tend to jump into the Rand quite aggressively. Uh, Likewise, when they sell emerging markets, they sell the rent even more aggressively. The good news here is that we seem to have broken below that 1320 mark. Uh, In order for that move to be considered as a sustained move, you're probably going to have to test it from below and sustain that break. But where could we go to from here, uh, the next uh, technical level you're going to be watching to the downside would come through at around between 12.50 and 12.80. Uh, and, and certainly if this move is sustained, I think we could head there in the shorter term. Uh, whether that is sustainable or not in the context of uh, rising rates in the United States and, and so forth will still need to be seen. But for now, that stronger range should also hopefully help buffer us on the inflation front as well.
1: And speaking of the United States, uh, Janet Yellen's testimony yesterday, that failed to stir markets too much, more. Mohammed, uh, but uh, we have increased rate hike expectations.
0: Yeah, I, I, why this is, is somewhat interesting for me is that the market historically was quite fixated on the Fed. Uh, we're obviously fixated because we are directly impacted by moves, policy moves in the United States, certainly in the financial markets. Uh, that being said, you know, markets uh, have now seemed to have shifted the narrative saying that even if the Fed hikes rates, as long as growth is coming through quite strongly, they're going to be optimistic. And so we saw U.S. markets reversing earlier losses to end positive on the day. But Fed hike expectations now rising uh, for the March meeting. It's now just over 30% probability that's priced into the market for a hike from the Fed. Uh, my own view is that we're likely going to see a hike uh, by the third quarter of this year. Uh, I'm not in the camp expecting a very aggressive Rest of hiking cycle from the Fed, but Yellen's commentary yesterday in her testimony indicating that uh, waiting too long—and these are her words—to uh, waiting too long to raise interest rates would be unwise. And so, as a result, the risk of them moving rates higher earlier than expected has increased. The market now pricing in a very high probability of a, a full hike uh, uh, or 100% probability of a hike by the June meeting, uh, and that is something that I think is, is non-trivial. Uh, we've got to keep an eye out on that because if, if the Fed hikes once. The RAND and emerging markets can probably you know, withstand that. If they hike twice, it might come with a little bit of pressure. But if they hike more than that, that's when the real pain is probably going to come through for emerging markets. My own view, still slightly more dovish on that front. I think the Fed will probably hike once, if not once, maybe twice with a, with a second hike in the very latter part of the year. Uh, and that hopefully shouldn't be too dislocating to markets.